Today's episode brought to you by the Bro App. For men, do you ever find yourself broless and wishing you had a bro around to bro out with? Good news for you. With the help of the Bro App for men, your future bros are just a tap away. It's as simple as downloading the Bro App in the Play Store or iTunes and then browsing the thousands of bros in your area that are down to bro out with you. See a bro you like? Swipe that bro and you bros could be banging. I mean hanging in an hour. Visit www.broapp.com HMT to receive a complimentary vat of water-soluble lube that your bro can use to lube up your butthole today. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk, an opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Your schlubby hosts each week are Bryce Hansen, the cool collected nihilist, and David Day, a gummy bear without a, a package of other gummy bears. New theatrical releases always get priority, but we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. I'm David Day. I'm Bryce Hansen. And boy, oh boy, do we got a we got a great week planned out for you guys. Let me tell you what. I'm very excited for this episode and then the episode that's coming in just two short days. Are you listening to us on a new episode on Monday? That's crazy. Is it blowing your fucking mind? It's blowing my mind because I am tired. Um, <laughs> so we got a great show for you today. We are reviewing... Child's Play, the 1988 original, original, and uh, the original, the original, uh, and but first, I would like to plug the website. That's uh, www.horrormovietalk.com. It's dot com, and we got all yeah. So you know it's legit. It's not like dot net or dot us or any of those dumber ones like dot dental. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, visit us at horrormovietalk.com. We got all the write-ups for all of our episodes. We also have some pretty cool blogs, and you can use that as a portal to our Patreon and all of our social media and all that kind of stuff. So check it out. Speaking of social media, check us out on there. If you want to get a hold of us, it's as simple as messaging us on Facebook or Twitter. We've had multiple people, many from outside of the the United States, uh, contacting us through there, and we just love to hear from you. We post new episodes every Wednesday. Today is a little bit of a little bit of a change up, a little bit of a switch hitter coming on, so that we can get both child's plays in there, so that you know how they compare and contrast. Because I'm sure some of you have uh, childhoods that were rough because of the original child's play. <laughs> So, uh, subscribe and leave a review of the podcast on iTunes. You know, really, all you need to do is just just give it five stars. That's all you got to do. Yeah, just rate it. Actually, I think we've been saying leave a review. You don't have to write anything. You can just you can be you lazy. just tap on that the star rating. I'm not going to tell you to give us a five star rating because that would be kind of a douchey thing to do. But I mean, we all know, yeah. you know how good we are, right? Right, we definitely do. So as I said before, we're reviewing the original Child's Play from 1988. We'll start out by giving a brief review, kind of synopsis and score for the movie. We score on a scale of one to ten. One being a miserable dredge where it makes you angry that you had to sit through it. Five being totally average, kind of just what you expected, and 10 being so good that it transcends the horror genre and becomes 
a, a legit movie that should get, you know, that should get kudos at the Academy Awards, but it won't because it's horror. Um, after we give our score, we'll get into... Sp- I like that explanation of 10 <laughs> better than what we've been saying. That's yeah. true. You like that? It should get an Oscar, but it won't. Yeah. This is a movie that definitely, definitely should get an Oscar, but it won't. <laughs> after we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film. And later, we will be doing perennial favorite taglines, which is a bit where you just kind of, you get jokes, you get potential taglines. It's kind of freeform, us just goofing, just new boot goofing. New boot goofing. So with that, let's get into the uh, into the intro for, uh, for Child's Play 1988. We saw this movie for free, and you can too, on Amazon as long as you have Prime. So it's not really free. It's really like a $130 movie. For free. For a year. Right. Well, and, and you can only watch it for probably a couple more weeks. Right, right. So uh, catch it quickly on Amazon Prime. Is it is Amazon Prime $130 Yeah, now? they upped it. Yeah, something like that. Jeez. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was like 80 it's, bucks. When it's I fucking worth it. I order a, I order some, some like, uh, some gate, you know, some, some uh, energizer mix that you pour into water, you know, or like. I don't know what it's called. What do you call it? electrolytes? You buy electrolytes on there. They come to your door in like four hours. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, so I think this movie holds up pretty darn well. Uh, I think people tend to forget what the original Child's Play is, which is harsh and disturbing. Uh, it's easy to see why it has become a cult classic that has spawned so many sequels that are all kind of beloved. Uh, because it's a, a niche horror movie that really doubles down on terror. So without any further ado, here is the trailer. Everyone has a birthday they'll always remember. Can we open my presents now, Mommy? A good guy! I knew it! Hi. <laughs> He's something, isn't he? This is Andy's. Time for bed, Andy. Good night, baby. Good night, Aunt Maggie. Good night, Chucky. Everyone knows most accidents happen at home. How did that happen? This is no accident. Andy! I'm Detective Mike Norris. Homicide. Andy! Miss Peterson's dead. She fell from the kitchen window. Someone's moved in with the Barclay family. And so has terror. Okay, I know who was on the counter. Andy! Who, Andy? Chucky. Nobody believes you love Chucky. For God's sake. Why won't you believe? Because I'm sane. This is Barkley sane and rational. No one believes the truth. Or lives to tell it. There's nothing nice about murder. And there's nothing innocent about child's play. (laughs) 
feel like we need a the more you know <laughs> clip. There's the nothing you know. nice about murder. And there's nothing innocent about child's play. The more you know. So, Child's Play is a movie about a serial killer killer named Charles Lee Ray, a.k.a., you guessed it, Chucky, who, in his dying breath, manages to transfer his consciousness into a good guy brand doll, which ends up in the home of Andy Barclay, a sweet young boy who just wants a friend. As the story progresses, Chucky cuts a swath of terror through Chicago neighborhood where the Barclays live, and Andy finds himself with more doll than he bargained for. (laughs) (laughs) The original Child's Play is not for the faint of heart, because it goes heavy in the paint when it comes to disturbing and suggestive themes. Mostly... I was shocked upon rewatching of this movie because of how sweet and innocent young Andy was and how much he loved this doll who has a psychopathic (laughs) killer living inside him. Can I say the one thing that really sells it is how he pronounces Chucky? Chucky? It was Chucky. Chucky. It's like, yeah. He's adorable. Yeah. Uh, It it, it breaks my, like, it really does break my heart watching this kid hug this doll. I'm like, oh, God. God, so yeah. gross. Um, where was I? Yeah, while young Andy, played by Alex Vincent, is not the best actor, he is charming and believable to the point that I felt tons of empathy for him. The empathy that I felt for Andy and his mother really went a long way in making this a disturbing movie because it felt like they were in true danger and didn't even know it. Yeah, that's the whole point of the movie. Yeah. Like they, <laughs> no one believes Andy. Right. And it's just an innocent kid. He doesn't, he has no capability of handling the situation, and he's the only one that knows the danger. Right. Or it's, even, it's knows not that as there if, is danger. It's not as if I missed the point. I just like to put an exclamation mark right. on it because, well, let's just say the remake or reimagining. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, While the original Child's Play is not the most gruesome or splatter-driven slasher from the late 80s, it is a superb exercise in audience manipulation. While the premise is a bit goofy, the execution is taken deadly serious by writer-director Tom Holland, and it ends up paying off. The one thing that Child's Play lacks is levity of almost any kind. There are very few moments of minor lightheartedness. But mostly this deadly serious movie that uh, but mostly this is a deadly serious movie that could have a lot more fun than it does. And I think in the later entries, it probably does have a lot yes. more fun. Yes. But yeah, it's kind of one of those dilemmas of <clears throat> if you want to be like a wide release movie that's taken seriously with such a ridiculous premise, it really helps it if you take it seriously. That's true. Um because, like, once... And this was, like, pre... But, but Gremlins, though. Yeah. This is post-Gremlins. I mean, the stage was set. That's that's true. Very literally. But this was pre-Gremlins 2, which is really... <laughs> when, <laughs> really goes... When we went towards just real, real... Um, what's it? Just irony. Bonkers. Just total yeah. zany bonkers. Yeah. Irony for the sake of irony kind of yeah. stuff. 
So um, this one has lots of dramatic irony. Yes, just no like irony, irony. Right. Yeah. Um, so my score for this movie is a seven out of ten. Um, it is a. It is definitely a a classic. Uh, you can't you can't deny it. I'm not a huge fan of slashers, um, but I see why this movie has the cult following. It does. It's just not. It's as far as entries into that cult following. It's a little too serious for my taste, um, yeah. but uh, boy, does it work at it, it does what it wants to do very, very well. Yeah, I think you know I haven't really given a lot a thought to the score, but I think I'll I'll agree with you. It's a seven, mm-hmm. in that it's it's definitely you know it doesn't it's not a fantastic movie in terms of like script and and uh, character development. It's very very simple. And it works for it. Yeah. it's It sets up the premise. It goes through the motions of how can we advance the the danger and the story of these characters. It's a limited cast. That That's one thing, comparing it to the new one. The Ugh. new movie had way too many char- disposable <sighs> characters in it. Jesus. And this one had a pretty small cast where the stakes were yeah. set. Three or four people. <clears throat> Um, but anyways, it works really well. This this is one of those where it's a classic horror movie that you have to see. Yes. Um, but it's not necessarily a good movie when you see it. Like the, the impact of it was, is much heavier than the quality of the, the particular first entry deserves. Yeah. I well, think maybe. I'd say it's a good, I'd say it's good, not great. Yeah. 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 So like if you hear like how classic some of these you know, tentpole horror movies are, you go back and watch the the original and you're like, yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. Like I get it. Mm-hmm. It's a quality movie, but it's not like fantastic. Right. But then they spin out a bunch of, you know, usually worse movies. Schlock. And, then it, and then you think back fondly on the original. Right. <laughs> so, um, and, and you either you, like, you can mistake those goofy moments from, Child's Play 2, Child's Play 3, mm-hmm. for being in number one, being like the brief. Like, they're kind of interchangeable a little bit. Right. To the point where you're, you're you know, I mean, you can't you can't really remember the difference between all of the Friday the 13th movies. Right. I mean, I remember that one and two are really good. But there's definitely, whenever you go back to, you know, the original Friday the 13th or Halloween or mm-hmm. Child's Play, there is a spark where you're like... That is mm-hmm. that is a very unique voice. Yeah, it's like a unique. There's something that's the thing that Child's like Play does factor. best. Yeah. That's the the, the 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 original Child's Play has that spark, has that feel of, and I'm going to get into it right as soon as we get into spoilers. But the feel of this movie is, uh, it's perfectly late '80s. It's perfectly late '80s, and it's disconcerting. And it's irreverent and um, inappropriate and gross. It kind of makes you feel a little gross. So, yeah. So, a solid 7 out of 10 from both of us. So, that's the official yeah. score that it should have. I mean, definitely, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Yeah. Like, and you should you should watch it before the new one just to see how different they are. And we'll get more into that in our next episode, but... Yeah, check it out. If you got Amazon Prime, it's free. Watch it. It's not that long. It's like an hour and thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, 
it's a pretty easy, pr- pretty easy sale for. I mean, who, who's going to say no to Child's Play? You know, right. I mean, other than other than people who are terrified by horror movies. Also, when we get into the mid roll, which we're going to do right now, yeah, let's just let's just open our uh, self promotional segment with uh, our Amazon. Uh, button in the banner of our website. If you go to horrormovietalk.com, there's a button that says spend on Amazon. Yeah. Because when you spend on Amazon, we get a little little taste of that. May I make a suggestion? Right now, hopefully, as of the the uh, published date of this recording, Child's Play 1 through 7 is on sale on Amazon on Blu-ray for 20 bucks. Damn! Oh, the the whole the whole, the whole series shebang. Yeah, on Blu-ray. On Blu-ray. God damn! That's a screaming deal. I don't even watch. I don't even watch physical media, and I'm gonna do that. Yeah. So, um, we'll we'll also provide a link on the post for this episode. Hell yeah! And uh, you can link through and and buy that. I think even full price, it's only like forty bucks. That's a pretty pretty great deal for seven movies. Yeah, but this isn't full price. This is half price. Yeah. 20 bucks for all seven. Yeah. So do that. Yeah. So mid-roll, we got some, we got, you guys, if, if you haven't become a Patreon member already, and I know at least some of you haven't because we have five, (laughs) um, you should now because pretty quick, the, the horror movie talk founding member is going, that deal is going out the door starting in July ish, and uh, and also if you act now, we only have one tier, five bucks, and that gets you all. So whenever we open up a new tier, higher tiers, anything like that, you're grandfathered in, baby. You got that. You got that sweet, sweet horror movie talk. Uh, whatever we end up, you know, turning our Patreon into, you get all the perks. So as long as you stay a patron, as long as you stay a patron. So do that now, and lock it in. Also, I send you a little thank you card that says, hey, thank you for becoming a Patreon member. And I give you stickers, vinyl stickers, and they're sweet. We don't cheap out on our flipping stickers, guy or gal. You just just don't point that finger at me. As Bryce said, you can also support the podcast by clicking through our link on Amazon. And also, if you would like uh, access to tons and tons of free horror movies... You can enter HMT when you go to Shudder.com, and it gets you 30 days of free streaming of tons of horror. And they got bunches and bunches of it. A couple Halloweens are in there. Texas Chainsaw, the original, is in there. They got Curated List, Joe Bob Briggs, Baby, Critters, the series, A New Binge. A bunch of stuff, fun stuff, and you can watch it for free for 30 days if you just enter HMT at checkout. Thanks again for listening, and let's hit the spoilers. Spoilers! Yeah! Woo! Jesus. So, um, we got... In this, the first thing I'd like to mention about Child's Play, or reiterate, is Tom Holland film. <clears throat> and for those of you who are not familiar with Tom Holland, he did Fright Night, he did Tales from the Crypt 3, 
episodes from Tales from the Crypt. I'm sorry. He also did the straight-to-TV goofiest Stephen (laughs) King series you've ever seen, mini mini series you've ever seen, The Langoliers, which is about a bunch of time-traveling walnuts that eat the past. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> and and also he did Thinner, another Stephen King movie. So, um, and I think, did he do RoboCop? No. Did Tom Holland do? No. This movie does feel a lot, this made me have the feels of RoboCop, though. Um, it, it felt uh, uh, inappropriate, and it made me feel kind of gross and gritty, and I love RoboCop. RoboCop and the way it makes me feel when I watch it, which is gross and gritty and inappropriate. Yeah, I could see how it has that part. What it doesn't have from RoboCop is the intense satire. Yeah, yeah, it does lack a little bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, the the atmosphere is fairly similar. So this movie starts out pretty intensely with a a police chase. And a, a a dude with long hair, long greasy hair, is running from the police. And they mention on the police radio. Hey, there goes Chicago Strangler. Hey, there goes the Chicago Strangler. He's, he's running in that toy store. Or the Windy City Strangler. Windy that's what, City. That's what it is. Oh, that's a good name for a... Uh... <clears throat> yeah. And his name is... Charles Lee Ray. Charles Lee Ray, which is a combination of Charles Manson, Lee Harvey Oswald... And uh, Ray, what was the... Ray Romano. Ray Romano. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, back when he was just getting his, you know, he was just getting his start as a Uh stand-up. He was horrible. Yeah. Or or wait, it's because he killed. Yeah, it's because he murdered, he slayed the audience. Mm. Um, Wow, I did not know that. How'd you find that out, guy? Oh, you know, IMDB. Oh, wow. I I can look up things on IMDB. Let me find the Ray one... Uh, keep going. So, Charles Lee... Sorry, Ray would be taken from James Earl Ray, who was the assassin of Martin Luther King. Oh, I thought he was a blues artist or something. No. Sounds like... It's a really bluesy name, Charles Lee Ray. It mm-hmm. sounds like a guy who's going to be on the, you know, on the the steel uh, guitar. Right. <laughs> anyway, so he runs into a toy store. Uh, you he, know, if you want... If you're a parent and want to just make sure that your child doesn't become a serial killer, just don't give him a middle name. Oh, wow. You know, we... we... Has there ever been a serial killer that's just... I guess Charles Manson. Well, he wasn't a serial killer, But he wasn't a serial killer. He was just a... Cult leader. Cult leader. Kind of. Yeah. So if you want your kid to have a sex cult... Yeah, Wesley. Just, just two names. Wesley Allen Dodd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who is the Green River Killer? Um, I can't. I can't remember his name. Huh? How about that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Me. We we almost yeah. didn't give our second child a middle name. We almost <laughs> made it uh, one kind of contiguous double name as oh, the yeah. first name, and then just a last name. But we ended up uh, splitting it up. Yeah. Huh. Well, now she. Has the potential to be a serial killer. It's not a sure thing. Yeah. I guess there's always time to become a serial killer. Yep. And it's pretty rare to be a girl. Yeah. I mean, we got plenty of time just between the two of us to become serial killers. Did you have you seen my shirt? Yep. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> so David's wearing the most intensely metal T-shirt that he's very self-conscious about wearing in public. I he says I can wear this one time a year, or else I look like that guy. I get it. I look. I have this in, this crazy intense collection of <clears throat> just insanely inappropriate T-shirts, and, uh, and I love them, but they're so dorky. And uh, but man, if you want uh, to get yourself get your hands on some super metal shirts, head a free plug here. Here it comes you ready? Holy Mountain Printing. Head on over to Holy Mountain Holy Mountain Printing dot com. They got tons of inappropriate shirts and band t shirts and all kinds of stuff. Great stuff. I got myself an alien shirt, uh, but it's all done up. It's by a guy called Uber Cult. And uh, and he does this series of super, super cool metal shirts. Anyway, so Charles Lee Ray runs into a toy store and has a bit of a shootout with the police detective and gets shot a few times. And as he's stumbling around, grasping at his at his his ending life and cursing the detective who shot him. He 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 makes a dying resolution to get the cop, no matter what. You hear me? No matter what! And then he grabs a hold of one of these... He knocks over a, a big stand of good guy dolls, uh, which was really... Um, uh, there was a lot of effort thrown into him pushing this, this big stack of dolls over. And then he, he claws a doll out... And then he start. He goes. He gets an idea all of a sudden, and he starts to utter magic words on the good guy doll that evokes a roiling thunderstorm. Uh, this uh, all these massive cumulonimbus angry clouds come rolling in above this Chicago toy store, and as he finishes his incantation, the lightning comes out of the sky and comes down into the building and explodes the fucking toy store. Everyone knows in movies, lightning can do anything. Anything you want it to anything do. Anything magic. It's, I mean, we're talking like... Do you want to switch bodies with your adolescent son and you're in a middle-aged father? It's got to get... Something's got to get hit by lightning <laughs> and you got to get shot. And all of a sudden, you guys switch places. Do you want a toy story? Toy store? I almost said Toy Story. A little Freudian oh, slip in there for you, which we'll get into. Do you want to transfer your soul to a small doll? Lightning. Just need lightning. Uh, do you want to blow up a toy store with what looks like hundreds of pounds of dynamite? <laughs> lightning. Lightning. It doesn't... You know, lightning hits b buildings all the time, and all of them explode mm -hmm. like a as though a bomb is inside them. Yeah. Anyway. We should, we should make up a list of the uh insane lightning the effects of lightning in film oh baby man yeah i th is there a bunch there's of there's got to be someone with superpowers that just got it from lightning what's that uh big trouble little china i think there's a bunch of lightning coming yeah. out of fingertips in that one yeah and then there's force lightning yeah um boy man there's all kinds of lightning Anywho. Anywho, so yeah, so he transfers his soul to Chucky. Well, we don't really know that, but yeah, I mean, I it's, mean, yeah, it's been what thirty years. Yeah, we know that. Well, you know because he's got shifty eyes. Oh yeah, that doll man. Woo, man, they chose a really, yeah, and they chose a doll that was a real doll essentially, almost. Yeah, they 
I read in the trivia they used a couple different models. So they got like the My Buddy doll um, as a frame of reference. And then they got like Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy dolls and like just a normal lifelike baby doll. And they kind of modeled the look after that, which really works. Yeah. Like that's kind of – we'll get into this more in the next episode. But that's like a fundamental – thing that works in this movie yeah. that they just completely don't get in the remake that the point is it's a doll right and it looks like a toy and it is a toy and it is a toy but it oh, will kill you but also it's a serial killer there's something about something looking very safe but can kill you that's <laughs> very disturbing that's like why when you talk about serial killers it's like oh he just looked like such a normal next door neighbor. Yeah, it's like it's like a bottle of wine that looks so safe. Yeah, but long term, you could get cirrhosis <laughs> of the liver and die. So, and and in the new movie, they're just like, well, we, we got to make it look creepy, right? <laughs> people aren't gonna be scared unless it looks super fucking creepy, right? And has a t- super fucking creepy voice. It's like no. The reason is it doesn't look. Cre- Don't you get it? Stupid. She's so stupid. Stupid. So then, um, it's left kind of hanging, and we 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 zoom in on Andy's life, who is a little kid, little kind of latchkey looking kid in this in this uh, in first scene with him, and he's making the most insane breakfast that you've ever seen, which is. He gets a little little TV tray out, and he gets a you know puts a, all the th- necessities on it. A bowl. What, what's the what's the Chucky doll called? I can't remember. I keep wanting to say my buddy. Good guy. Good guy. Yeah. So he's like Andy is all in on good guy. Yeah. Like swag. He's he's wearing the clothes the that PJs. look exactly like the good guy. Um, like cartoon a, character, like a five year old would. Yeah, and he. The cereal he pours out in abundance that's super sugary and, and crazy is good guy cereal. Good guy brand cereal. You remember the 80s? Yeah. Where everything was branded as something insane. It's like, these are Ninja Turtle O's. I don't know if it's I'm just older and I don't walk down the cereal aisle yeah, as that much, might be but it. It, it feels like there was a lot more branded there was. and like character cereals. There was. Not just cereals, but everything. Like... Comics in the eight, it's the reason why comics had the big boom in the 90s, right? Because in the 80s, the, like so many, so many transfers happened. Like they were like, okay, well, we, we can turn Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the comic books, into a show. We can turn Transformers, the comic books, into a show. Or, or they would come in unit or in tandem together, like the way you would push. A show would be with a comic book, or the way you would push a comic book would be with a show. So they came out with just pulp, just tons and tons and tons. As if comics weren't pulpy enough, they just they went full R word with it. And uh, yeah, anyway. So yeah, Andy's all in on good guy. He pours all this cereal, pours all this milk, takes takes gets the sugar out, gets like nine spoons of sugar, just blasts the. The tray with a, a healthy dose of sugar. Throw some, throw some 
super burnt toast on there and you're like, damn, this kid's gonna, this kid's gonna eat like a king. And then he walks it in to his mom's bedroom where she's sleeping and he gives it to his mom and there's milk everywhere and she loves him so much she doesn't even notice. She's like, oh, breakfast in bed. <laughs> it's like, like the OCD dude inside me was screaming. That was almost the scariest part of this movie. I was like, there's milk all throughout the house. What are you doing? No. Bad. Yeah. But she just loves him and she kisses him and she's like, happy birthday, Andy. It's his birthday. And he's bringing his mom breakfast. Yeah. So sweet. It's so simple, but it's a great moment. Yeah. This is, it just kind of, yeah, I don't know. He's a good boy. It's been done many times before, but just that scene in particular just sets the, the relationship between mom and son. Yeah. Just like. We're in it together. We yeah. love each other, and uh, and and that's what it is. It's uh, is she says happy birthday to Andy. So now the stage is set, right? So, uh, it and there's a big box, and he he wants to open that one first, and it's a fake out, big old. It's a phony. It's a big phony because it looks just like the size of a good guy doll, but it's like it's like a tool set. For, or was it closed? No, it was closed. Yeah, it was closed. The worst gift that you can give yeah, as a the, child. The worst gift and the only gift that I want now. It's so <laughs> weird when that when that shifted. I don't know how that happened. I would literally like I'm getting to the point where I'm excited about getting socks. Oh hell yeah. Nice socks? Are you kidding me? That's the best. Yeah. So um yeah, he's he's faked out. He's severely disappointed. I don't know why you would pack clothes into a giant box, but you know, we're in a movie. Well, she yeah, she works for a big box store, you know, for a big box <laughs> right. department store. So go. they only have big boxes in those stores. Right. And then she's at work and her coworker comes in. <laughs> hey, there's a peddler outside. Hey, there's a with, uh, a with a good guy doll. Didn't Andy want one of them good guy dolls? And you know the peddler, if it, the peddler has the wares <laughs> if you have the coin, right? <laughs> and so she's down there. They really go all in on the labeling him a peddler right which is that a is that a thing in big cities in the 80s of there's peddlers or wouldn't why wouldn't you just say there's a guy in the alleyway or there's a hobo i mean i'd be more likely to call him a hawker right i guess but uh, maybe it's just a maybe it's just a dialect thing maybe it's that chicago dialect it just feels Panic, Maybe I just don't understand it, but it, it feels very movie-like to be like, there's a peddler. Because yeah. it almost it feels like, a, there's a gypsy woman outside. <laughs> the gypsy You can't say like, that. You, that's it, like that, saying the R word. That's like a thing that only exists in movies yeah. that people would say. Right. And, and we should set this up a little bit. So Andy doesn't get his good guy doll. During his birthday, and his mom's like, I know, sweetie, but they're just so expensive, and I've been pulling double shifts just to get you those stupid clothes you hate so much. And so when she hears about the peddler, she's like, aw, shit, maybe I could get me a good guy doll for free, or not free, but for peddler prices. And so the peddler's like, yeah, he's fine, he's just a little scuffed up, but uh, he, he, it's 30 bucks, and she's like, damn, dude, are you kidding me? That's a 70% discount. That doll was $100. I, 
I'd be like, $30? Yeah, I'll take 70% off. And she's like, mm, can you do 20 And he's like, bitch. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, but, you know, the 70% discount comes with a, f- a heavy price of having a serial killer's consciousness live within the doll. So yeah. maybe it's not worth it. Maybe it was, like, maybe it was maybe a $20 or, like, $21 doll. Who's to say? Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. Um, then uh, it should also be noted that um, she has an ultra dickhead boss. I don't know why that should necessarily be noted, but all I could think of during her boss coming up to her and being like, hey, you got to work late uh, on Saturday. And she's like, no, that that's my that's the time that I don't want to work. And he's like, he's so mean to her. And it's it's a profoundly 80s, 90s trope. Of like the boss has, is such a dick. Has there ever been a boss in real life that says, "Do you like your job? Do you like your job?" Oh, I'm sure there has been. Yeah, I guess there has been. But yeah. man, could you imagine working? Could you imagine being that person who says that to someone? Do, oh, do you like your job here? Ugh. Relatives will kind of do that to you. You know, sometimes you get a relative come in from out of state or something, and you haven't seen them forever, and they're like, "Do you like your job?" You're like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying that's what happens sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, so now it, the, the terror starts ramping up because the audience knows kind of, you know, they, the audience knows something's up. The audience knows. Because the camera dwells a little too long on the eyes. The camera work is really good in this part. Right. It just keeps building that terror because it's like the camera is lingering on that doll. And the doll just has that little deadpan doll stare. But you're like, mm, is its eyes going to move? And it doesn't. Yeah, but this, sometimes it does. This is one thing that you, I can say about this movie as like an overall observation, the camera work is really great. It is. It really doesn't show the doll at all until the end. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where it works so much better if you don't show it. Right. Especially early on, because you're establishing the concept of a little doll that's trying to kill people. Yeah. And if you were to show that first off, that would be... Fucking it out. It'd be a Puppet Master movie. Right. So... They, a lot of first person camera work, a lot of like catching just glimpses and flashes of someone passing in the background or in the foreground. Yeah, little, little, past the camera, little uh, motion whooshes. And then lots and lots of pitter pattering. Yeah. Ooh. Here, wait, wait. We could do the effect. Whoa! Wow. We'll, we'll we'll have to use this for future sound effects. If you got headphones on right now, I guarantee you also got chills. <laughs> okay, Bryce. All right, that's enough. That. All right, all right. Stop, all right. stop toying with our listeners' emotions. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> so then, uh, Maggie. Ma- oh, so. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm done. He's I'm in done. the room. I'm done. He's in the room. Uh, so then uh, Andy's mom has to has to work that late shift for her dickhead boss and her coworker, who has been lovingly named Aunt Maggie. 
is is offered to watch Andy, and she's goofy in in a way that a um, you know kind of a throwaway character in a movie would be memorable because she's so goofy, and uh, she's like Andy, hurry up and go to bed. She's really pushing the bed thing. She's like, go to your death, quick, quick, go lie with that thing. This character, I was I was thinking about it in, in contrast with the new Child's Play, and this character was missing from the new one, and it's one of those devices in the story, the story that really pushes forward the storyline because number one, it gives the mom an opportunity to voice her concern or her talk about the relationship with her kid. Right. It kind of helps with exposition and about like what she's thinking. It establishes like a life outside of watching her kid. Right. I'm a mature adult. And it's this friend that's uh, important to her and is a support. And it ups the stakes for a death that will come. Right. Because you care about this friend because it, because she's nice. Yeah. She's nice. You empathize with her. She's 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 you know, she's there to watch your kid when you got to pull a late shift because your boss is such a jerk. Yeah. As opposed to most of the deaths in the new one were people that you're like I, whatever. I guess I'm supposed to care about okay, this Okay, go person. ahead and die. You're definitely going to die. This is a person that exists in this world. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so so Maggie, the the fr- I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think, <laughs> in contrast, I think I probably cared more or felt more like sadness from seeing Maggie die in this original. Well, than, save it for the next one, Brody. Than I, than I felt any worry for the main characters of the new one. <laughs> Just came up with a new word for you. You're my Brody. You're my buddy and bro. Brody. We should find each other on the Bro app. Oh, by the way, the Bro app. That's a real thing. www.broapp.com. You can go there and bro out hard with your bros. Really? Yeah. It's um yeah, you can uh check out that bro or um yeah, do those things. So, I'm just giving all kinds of free plugs out today. Um so if you do find bros in your <laughs> the bro app for me, you aren't even lying. <laughs> I'm not fucking lying. I was like, you know how I th- I was like I got to think of a joke commercial for the start of the episode. And I was like, well, what if there was an app that just lets you find bros? And then I and then I was like, I wonder if that app actually exists because it might. Bro, I just went to, I didn't even Google search it. I just went to www.broapp.com. This came up and I was like, that's. Wow, it really is a dating app. It's, an, it's a dating app. <laughs> Check out New Bros Daily. Bro will show you guys that you might that you might be a good match to bro out with based on your interests. And bro type. Gay, bi, or open-minded? Question mark. It's all here. Let's check out that screenshot. Go back up. Check out that screenshot of down of the uh, iPhone. There. Look at the uh, two options. The red buttons. What do they say? Hit them up or check them out. <laughs> Those are your options in the Bro app. <laughs> you can check them up or you can check them out or hit them up. <laughs> is this? Wow. Is this real? Oh, this is real, man. man. This is like classy grinder. Which we're very familiar with. Wow. Wow. Because we record every episode in the nude. Not that we're gay. What a world. We just are up on the times. And we're accepting of all cultures. 
Okay, anyways. So, Aunt Maggie uh, provides the tool for... So, so as, as she's forcing Andy to go to bed, and he's so sweet and cute, and he tells... As she's putting him to bed, he tells Chucky... I love you, Chucky, and he kisses him, and it's like, oh, gross! Like, there's a serial killer inside. Don't kiss that thing. But you're also like, you poor kid. Like, you just you. This is the thing you've wanted for so long, and you've gone full in on. Yeah. You, you got the pajamas. You got the cereal. You watch every episode of the the show, and now you're and now you got the thing that you want, and it's a fucking serial killer. That's so gross. Anyway, so Aunt Maggie's putting him to bed, and uh, and right as on the TV, there's a there's a news cast of the Charles the the Windy City Strangler Charles Lee Ray has been put to he's been killed in a gun chase in a police chase in a shootout, and uh, obviously Chucky is like, mm-hmm. right, let's well, it's, ta- it's talking about his his accomplice. That that abandoned him in the original chase in That's the opening right. scene. Um, <clears throat> I can't remember what Eddie Kasdan or something like that. Wow, good memory. Um, yeah, I have a really good memory since I watched it this morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, his uh, his uh, accomplice, which he vowed revenge on for abandoning him and you know causing his death. He's really revenge driven. Said it was on the news that he escaped from. From a capture or whatever, That's and right. so Andy is telling Aunt Maggie, Chucky wants to watch the nine o'clock news, and she's like, like, "Oh yeah, Chucky wants to stay up late, sure, kid." Yeah, so she puts him to bed, and then Chucky comes out, <clears throat> and uh, you know you're you don't see it, but all of a sudden the TV is on and Chucky's sitting in front of it, yeah. trying to watch the news, and the aunt accuses Andy of. It's creepy Doing too. That. Yeah, it's 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 it, very effective. It works really well because you're like, Ugh! yeah, oh god, there's just a doll sitting there watching TV, unassumingly like what? Like yeah. I'm I'm just here. It's like Annabelle, but Annabelle is actually dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but but it's also a very a very kid thing to do. Right, right. To, to bring out their doll and and sit him. Yeah, I mean that's that's the other thing is that it's very believable that this kid would be super into this doll and into this imaginary world and having and putting a personality on the doll of what the doll wants to do like that's that is a thing yeah and and you know every once in a while your kid does and says things that is just whoa hey that's, wait yeah. wait a minute that's the important part of this movie is that the things that it's using in as like the, <laughs> they exist. the structure of it they they are things right and I don't think we've even talked about my buddy yet. Like, so this is an essential understanding for child's play. And maybe you millennials don't understand what, where this, Bryce. where Chucky originated from. You fucking millennials. You and me are millennials. Well, I'm not a millennial. Yeah, you are. It's no, 1981 is the cutoff. No, it's 1983. No, it's not. It's the cutoff. Yeah, it is. No. <clears throat> I'm an exennial. Mm-hmm. Bryce is like I'm this a, is a long term argument. Between I'm a us. micro generation that's not millennial, right? Oh, anything to get out of being whatever you yeah. are. Yeah, fucking millennials. You're so ruining you're, the world. You're so old. What they are. Jesus Christ! It's like you're how many how many heart attacks have you had today? <laughs> you're so old. Anyways, 
So it's essential to understand that there was a toy called My Buddy. Mm -hmm. And these commercials were on the TV all the time when we were growing up. I actually have the clip of the the actual advertisement. You're pretty good at this. Let's listen up. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, wherever I go, he goes, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, I'll teach him everything that I know, my buddy and me, like the time of a dream, my buddy and me, where the best friends could be, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy and me, my buddy, from play school. So, wow, so that, that advertise yeah, does that bring you back? That brings me right back, man. That's yeah, crazy. That ad was on TV probably every commercial break. Ugh. And it was known and everyone was well, okay. So that and Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, Teddy yeah. Ruxpin was the other one yeah. where it was this bear with a cassette tape player yeah. that could Tell you stories and talk to you, basically, with like a moving mouth. It's It's basically having like a miniature Chuck E. Cheese in your home. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so those two toys were heavily pushed in the late 80s and, well, mid-80s probably. Yeah. And 90s. And that is the the baseline of understanding that you have to have that this Chucky doll was basically a thing right like they had to they originally titled the the movie like bloody buddy or something like that but they couldn't because my buddy existed and they would have gotten in trouble for using like buddy in the title so they changed it to child's play but you know i'm sure that that child's play and my buddy played each on each other's popularity for the better of both of them. Actually, no. Like, it was... My buddy was... <laughs> it immediately stopped, stopped selling because of, like, this movie. Like, wow. this completely torpedoed any success that that doll could have. Brutal, man. Because why... Honestly, like... Even if, you, even if you're a kid, like, you were aware of Child's Play well, and, and it's that not, there was a murderous doll the that kid looked isn't, exactly like my buddy. Yeah, and the kid isn't buying the doll. It's the parents who saw the movie who right. are buying the doll. Yeah. They're shelling out. You know, yeah. and they're like, I don't want that fucking thing in my house. Look at it. So this is, this is just basically an important concept to understand for our next review of the remake that... The whole premise of this movie made sense because it's an, they were actually a thing. Watch out now. 2019. Hey, whoa, hey, whoa. whoa. Don't get into it. This this is spoilers for the original Child's Play. So, long story short, uh, Chucky ends up, you know, she's, Maggie keeps getting in the way of Chucky watching this, watching his his news, his his stories. And so Chucky gets fed up and comes at her with a claw hammer. And she flies out this third or fourth story window with surprising ease, like bonk on the head and then whoosh out the window down to the streets below where she lands on a uh, on on a um, what do you call it? A canopy for a uh, Ford truck. And man, she just mangles that canopy. I feel real bad for that truck owner. Uh, I always think about the person whose car is destroyed by the other person who unfortunately lands on it i'm like darn man what are you gonna do in the morning i always look at those 
like especially her, she probably felt for fell from like three or four stories, something like that. I feel if you fell and hit the roof of a truck and it really caved in really easily like that, wouldn't that just basically break your fall? Like my immediate assumption in that scenario would be like, oh well, that that must have really uh, helped her out and not not killed her. In her case, yeah. Maybe because she's a, a a light little thing. If it were me, well, I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> Might have just been another brick on the way down. Well, if it were me, I'd go. I'd punch a hole through the truck. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's one of these things where it's like uh, I don't know. Uh, does lightning make an explosion on a toy store? Right. Yeah. 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 We're not. We're not after. It. But the ball. I mean, the claw hammer in the middle of the forehead did probably didn't help either. You know, right. it contributed. It was a contributor to right. her death. Demise. Just basically other movie logic. Um, as long as there isn't a trickle of blood coming out of someone's mouth, like they could still be. Alive. Yeah, they'll make it. Yeah. Yeah. So then the detectives show up, you know, this, this causes a big uproar in the uh, whatever kind of apartment building this is. And um, and the detectives detectives are doing their detective work and they're like, how does lady fall out the window? And they see these footprints in the flower that was knocked over and they're like, huh, nobody's nobody in here's shoes match these footprints. These tiny little chucky sized footprints. <laughs> and they all like have imprints of like guns and and like little kid stuff on them I yeah. can't remember what, what, what the pictures were you know it's it like, like a lasso and like a little gun and like a like a like a ball you yeah. know it's like all the little thing all the little toys that are you know the little kids like balls I don't know maybe yeah. like, maybe like this. so that basically I mean the audience knows whose footprints it are but you know, Andy wears the same my buddy shoes right. that that Chucky wears. So he it's just a, it's a onesie, actually. I think it's a it's a pajama onesie. Yeah. So I mean, so they're like they look at the kid and they're like, oh shit! And the mom, <laughs> the mom, oh oh, and the mom gets home while the police are there. She's like, I'm back from my shit. <gasps> oh my god, what's going on in my apartment? And yeah. this reminds me. Oh well, wait, a- wait. I want to make an observation about the footprint still. This would have been an excellent defense strategy by OJ's trial lawyers. Go on. I mean, those footprints, you know, those size 15 footprints or whatever that they found in the mud around the murder scene. They should just show child's play and be like, it could have been a doll. You know, you seen those. There's no way. There's no way of knowing he could have had the exact same shoe. You seen those big oversized dolls that you could win at fairs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Bingo. That's what it is. Yeah. It was a gigantic uh, Cheeto cheetah uh, that, but like one of those off-brand ones. Right. It could be. Yeah. Just any other killer. Yeah. Like it. I mean, <laughs> any other killer. <laughs> it couldn't. It didn't have to be OJ. It could have been another killer. Right. Speaking of which, what about OJ's tweet recently with all the knives, all the slasher what? knives? <laughs> he threatened somebody on Twitter with a with a tweet just filled with knife emojis. What? <laughs> He's dudes in his seventies. Oh my god! I mean, you think Trump's Twitter's off the hook? OJ Simpson is just sending people tweets of knife emojis. Man, OJ is bonkers. There is 
Did you hear about he had like a prank show? Yeah. <laughs> After the trial, yeah. they thought that was a good idea. And part of it was like, surprise, bitch, I'm going to stab you. No, I'm not. I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, man. That is will like forever be a very weird part of pop culture. OJ Simpson. What a lunatic. If OJ, if you're listening, dude, I the glove didn't fit. Yeah. So Andy's mom comes home. She sees all these police at her apartment. She's like, what, what, what? And this made me think, you know, if I was out working at night and, and a murder happened at my house, I would know within two minutes. It'd be like, yo, bro. My neighbor would be like, yo, bro, a, uh, a murder happened at your house. And I'd be like, I'm on the way. <laughs> and uh, But nope, she just walks in. This is a simpler time, you know? And she, so, so then the detectives are like, you know, our main suspect right now is your kid and this claw hammer. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, that that made me um, that made me sad for poor little innocent Andy because he's being he's being fingered for <laughs> killing Aunt Maggie. Hey, whoa! Don't give me don't that. use the word fingered. Uh, well, that's what blamed. Let's say blamed. He's being. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't like using the word fingered around children. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So he's taken away from his mom because, you know, he's a spe- suspected killer. And mm. It's probably not a great... Su- and obvious delu- obviously delusional because he's blaming his mom, inanimate doll. Mom, it was Chucky! Yeah. And uh, so he's taken away and his mom is trying to, like, investigate. And then she finds out upon looking at... The box that Chucky came in, the batteries fall out. There are no batteries. It comes with batteries included, but they're not in Chucky. Yeah. So she checks Chucky's back, and sure enough, there's no batteries in there, In which, at which point we enter a very uh, crucial stage of the movie where this is where they're really going to show the doll moving around, because Chucky turns his head around. Yeah. He's like, I can't remember what he said. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't really remember what he said either. But yeah, it's it's revealed that yes, he definitely is at least magical and can move on his own. Yeah. without batteries. Yeah, and he, he she drops him onto the floor, and he does the little the his custom his 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 uh, what do you call it signature move where he <laughs> falls onto the floor and then flip 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 rolls underneath something. Yeah, like this is this is his signature move. Like if Chucky was a was in a fighting video game where he had to like fight uh blanca mm-hmm. you know from street fighter his move would just be being dropped to the floor and then rolling real quick right right anyway so uh so he is revealed to be evil and uh well not evil but definitely okay that's right I, re- I remember now so he, his head turns around a la exorcist and it plays one of the three recorded lines that the that the uh the good guy doll has which is my name's Chucky. Wanna play? Wanna play? And uh, it's important to, <laughs> to note that that's there are these pre-recorded lines, and that's the only time we've heard Chucky actually talk up to this point. Every other time is Andy saying that Chucky talked to him. Right. So you're like, well, is he talking to him um, psychopathically? Psychopathically. Like, psychopathically. <laughs> uh, so, yes, <yeah>. definitely. <laughs> Tel- telepathically. Te- right. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, 
or is he like actually talking to him and whispering because we don't hear i think he's talking to him. but at the time well yeah it's revealed later but <laughs> thanks david and then the mom she like picks up the doll after it rolls under the the couch and she threatens him with burning him yeah throwing him in the fire and that's when it, it's revealed that it's actually charles lee ray ray yeah, and he and starts screaming at her, and he's like, "You like, bitch! You bitch! You stupid bitch!" Yeah, as soon as as soon as Chucky comes to life, a, a string of profane. Anytime Chucky comes to life in any of the uh, child's play movies, he he's a string of horrible profanity leaves his tiny, cute, toy lips. Yeah, and so it's it's revealed that he definitely is the serial killer, and and from then on, you kind of. You see him running around, and you hear him, and he's talking, yeah, to people, and so, um, yeah, it's really, really effective. Like how they how they waited the, to show the reveal to where they, I mean, you as an audience understand what's going on, but you don't really. It's not really confirmed until much later, right? Way to go! I'm picking picking up where I dropped the ball on my notes here because I really I really left that 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 little bit out. Um, so then we so somehow did the trap house scene happen before or after? It happened after because the Andy gets released on his own recognizance <laughs> by the police to like go to school or whatever. Um, or or no, something. he he breaks out. Oh, he himself. breaks out. And how does he get the... No, the doll breaks him out. I can't even remember what happened. What was it? I think he sees... Gosh, I can't... I just watched and I can't remember. It was From a... some circumstances, Andy is chasing after Chucky, and he sees Chucky going into this trap house to... No, he, he's he's reunited with Chucky, and Chucky's, like, whispering to him, and he's... So he... he, he uh, Chucky tells Andy, hey, you know, let's get on this train. Let's get on the the four train. We're going to head out to this fucking terrible neighborhood. And so Andy gets, you know, gets a ticket. He gets on, he brings Chucky with him, gets him on the train, takes him to this neighborhood, and then, uh, and then walks him down through the, through, through like the skid row of Chicago, through past all these burning barrels and like all these bums and hobos and scary looking people. And they show up, they finally show up at this, um, this trap house that's just, it's super derelict, ultra derelict, uh, super scary looking house. And, um, and you're like, Jesus, poor little kids being let out into the, into the, the, into Skid Row, basically, by this little doll, and and Andy has to go pee, and so he says, "You sit here, Chucky. I gotta go take a whiz, take a leak. Uh, you know, feed the lizard. I got to pee out my pee wiener." And uh, and so he goes and does that, and it, when he returns, Chucky has run really fast into the into the house, and Andy doesn't know where he is. You get that first person. <laughs> all the way into the house and then he's like he's now he's alone which it wasn't which is probably better than him being with chucky but uh but now he's alone out in skid skid row scary place and uh and chucky is is in the house and he's getting he's trying to get revenge on his 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 partner who ditched him and so he what he does is he he turns on the oven okay i just 
<clears throat> read the synopsis in IMDb. So it, the the sequence of events is the Maggie dies, and and Andy accuses Chucky. Chucky. They don't believe him. They don't take him away. Okay, that's first. what happens. That's that's where I went wrong. Um, the next day or whatever, he chases Chucky, and they go to. He doesn't chase Chucky. He takes Chucky, uh, but according to Chucky's desires, Chucky t- tells him, "Hey, man." Let's let's get that's right. That's let's right. Get moving. Yeah, he's he he puts Chucky on like a a chair yeah. in the middle of a field or whatever, and says, "I got to go take a whiz, Chuck." And when he turns around, Chucky's gone. I just said that. Okay. So sorry. so Chucky's in the house. He he has turned the gas on in the in the he he blew out the pilot light in the oven, and uh, and he turned the gas on, and then he's 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 like. His buddy who who ditched him is in is in this house, and he man, the way you just looked at me, you looked at me just like your little boy. Like it was like your little boy's face and your face were one for just a second. And I was like, whoa, man, Colin and you just look exactly the same. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so he's playing this this game of cat and mouse with his old buddy who's walking around this house, firing into in, into this structurally unstable house with a gigantic revolver. And this little boy's just walking around outside like, Chucky, Chucky, which if you're if you're his his uh, compatriot, if you're Chucky's. Uh, buddy who ditched him and you hear some little kid walking around outside going hey chucky where are you wouldn't you be like what the fuck is that <laughs> is there some little good looking kid outside with you know well taken care of looking kid right out here <laughs> by our this trap house calling for my partner who's dead yeah so so he's you know he's trying to protect his property and in the process he shoots the oven and this trap house explodes in in a very impressive way. Like there's hundreds of pounds of dynamite in right, it. Right, right. So then at that point, they they uh, find Andy next to this exploded house. And they're like, okay, so this kid is a serial killer. Time for, time for you to come with us. Yeah, so there, that's kiddo. when they put him in the psychiatric ward. Right. Um, yeah, and it's it's... That, that's when this story really becomes truly dark, in my opinion, because it's like now now he has to spend time with CPS. Yeah. And that's I would never wish that on any kid. Yeah. Like, ugh, like what a horrible. And he's so sweet. Did I say he was sweet? Cute little kid. A cute kid. Uh, so, yeah. And then then uh Chucky is left with with the mom and it's revealed that he has no batteries and he's he you know he does the thing that we were talking about earlier. And so this like <clears throat> just to kind of there's not many more story elements to yeah. to finish up on but basically they find out that he learned of, about how to transfer a soul from this voodoo guy yeah, uh, which Chucky also goes and kills, and then it's just like a series of deaths and attacks from from Chucky, and uh, the the ending of this movie though, there's a couple. It's a great th- there's, ending. There's a couple things from this movie that like really stuck with me because I haven't watched this movie for probably twenty years. Sure, 
and uh, at least 20 years. But I do remember the beginning, and I do remember the ending. Mm-hmm. And the ending was great because it it is the origin of a, a major trope in Child's Play movies, which is mangling the Chucky doll. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a huge part of Chucky is the De- fact that he's completely mangled. The dead won't die kind yeah. of thing. And so they throw him in the fire, and he's completely charred, and you, you assume dead. Oh, yeah, it's established that to kill Chucky, you have to stab him in the heart because he's slowly becoming human. Right. So, yeah, so that's one other key element of, of this before you summarize the, the end of the movie. Uh, so he, Chucky visits the voodoo man, and the voodoo man explains to him, hey, you're going to be the doll. You you are going to... you." Like, you're not going to transfer out of that body unless you do it, like, now, guys. So you have to transfer out of that doll. Oh, right, yeah. Or else you're going to become the doll. Like, you're, yeah. that's their permanent residence. And Which doesn't really make any sense because you, originally your your original permanent residence was your human body. So why can't right. you do it again? But, yeah. I don't know. And then he, he tells them that the only person you can transfer into is the first person that you revealed your true identity to. Which is Andy. Which brings it back to making a little bit more sense. There's rules to magic. Yeah. It's magic, and now right. now you're now you're locked into the weird rules of magic. Right. Um. So, anyways, he's he's trying to transfer his soul into Andy and yeah. become a six year old again, which is better than being a doll. Yeah. And uh, heck, being a six year old is better than being an adult for sure. Hell yeah, man! If I had, if I was in a had an adult mind in a six year old body, that's like, the dream, man be so great get back get to go back and like do everything like invest yeah you could like not <laughs> invest yeah you do that and just like you you could uh get through school super easy and oh. then you could be like a even if you just started taking up piano you could be a prodigy can you imagine like, the moment where they're like write okay write this word and you look at it and it's cat and you're like fuck this shit like yeah i got this like every worksheet that was ever given to you you're like two plus fuck you it's just like that would be so great like all of elementary school until until you get to high school when the math starts getting a little yeah you get to like pre-algebra and you're like oh god damn i forgot I never was good at this anyways. <laughs> this is stupid. And then and then you become a teenager. Yeah, and then you're like, I'm never going to use this. And they're like, you're going to use this. And so many, like, you can't do, you can't do retail work without math. I'm 56. <laughs> I always love it when they're like in um, children's shows where they give examples of how you're going to use advanced math. It's yeah. Like... like you can't you can't be in the military shooting bullets without knowing about physics. The the arc of that bullet's like, like bullshit, I can't. There's another bullet behind that first one, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's all that taxpayer money doing if it, if not buying me more bullets? Yeah. Anywho. Wow, I got dark. So <laughs> So they uh eventually uh throw Chucky into a fire and he's completely charred. Like Char buddy Chucky. Yeah, this is the old infamous triple comeback trope where he's dead. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yeah. No, he's not. And the design of the charred Chucky when he comes back to life so is so scary. effective. Yeah. 
because he only has like one good eye and he's dripping with plastic and he's and he's but there's like hate in those little anim- animatronic yeah like features because it goes from it goes from like a friendly doll face that kind of can distort to like a horrific blackened like grimaced face and then um they shoot off his head they shoot off his arm they shoot off his leg and then he's just a little little arm yeah kind of crawling towards him with a little arm but even just with uh one leg and one arm he's still able to attack yeah i choke somebody i'm gonna get you (laughs) you know so one thing we haven't mentioned yet uh toy story um Toy Story 4 has been released on the same day that the reimagining of Child's Play has been released. And Toy Story, the original, was essentially had a lot of callbacks to or paying homage to Child's Play, if you think about it. You know, Andy is the is the kid. There's a lot of focus on Woody and his boot and, and <laughs> And there's a big focus on shoes in this movie as well. Uh-huh, right, right. Also, toys come to life, right? So, and and the no one's gonna, no one knows that the toys the toys come to life. Right. It, if you were to really compare the similarities between Toy Story and the original Child's Play, I think you could come up with more similarities between it and the original versus um, the original Child's Play versus uh-huh. the new Child's Play. Right. Yeah, first sure. oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, because because and it's because <laughs> Toy Story was paying loving homage or reference making direct reference to Child's Play. Well, I don't know about that. I think so. A- they named the kid Andy. <laughs> These are toys that come to life. I don't know. I, that's kind of a stretch. Did you read something that said that? No, I didn't. Uh prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, fair. But uh but it definite but the <laughs> the remake does not attempt to even even accidentally uh pay homage to right the the first one. Uh so uh my ending notes on this are my soul hurts no levity. <laughs> and uh, and it, it is not a feel-good movie. It's very ominous, and it leads into the second one pretty pretty well. This is, a, this is definitely a slasher series that you can that you can kind of marathon. And so for that reason, you know, check out horrormovietalk.com. Check out the, our episodes post for this and the new one, and we'll have a link to that um, that Blu-ray. Of all seven of the un, of the currently released a child's plays for only twenty dollars, if you want to marathon this very easily. So, final recommendations: Who would like this movie, Bryce? I mean, it's a must see for horror fans. Yeah, like you gotta you gotta see Child's Play. This is a, I'd say one of the I, I'd say. If there is a big four, you know how there's a big four of thrash metal? You know, you have Metallica, um, Megadeth, Anthrax, and Slayer. If there's a big four of slasher movies, uh, I'd, I'd say Child's Play. Ooh, ooh, I don't know. I think it, I guess it goes Halloween, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th. Okay, this just in. and Hellraiser. <clears throat> Apparently, the the sale is is off on oh. Amazon, so it's it's back to thirty seven oh eight on well, we'll on Prime. St- we'll still that's still a pretty good deal for seven movies. Yeah, 
And uh, so anyway, check it out on the post. And uh, but anyway, so I don't know. I don't know if that fourth spot gets filled up by Hellraiser or Child's Play, but it's definitely in the top five. Yeah, in terms of in terms of slashers of um, horror characters and like character design, completely iconic. Yeah, unquestionably. Anyway, so yeah, the original Child's Play. I would agree with that. If 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 you're somebody who appreciates horror, you really can't go wrong with with Child's Play. It's pretty pretty yeah. solid entry into the into that. So that is our review of. Child's Play, the original from 1988. And now, here's taglines. Here's taglines. <laughs> So this is a bit, this is taglines, which is a bit where we, we make fun of the movie with, uh, jokes or make up new taglines for the movie. This one is a pretty easy one to come up with at at least a few. You want to go first? Child's play. My buddy and death. (laughs) Child's play. A time before cell phones, when you had to learn about homicides in your house, when you got home. A simpler time. Child's play. He's as heavy as a small child and a full-grown man. (laughs) Child's play. The original Toy Story, but Andy's toys hate snitches. (laughs) Child's play. Featuring the scariest sound. Unseed children's feet running. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I don't like it. Child's play. Sorry, let me... Alright. Child's play. Who knew that the voodoo version of child's play would be the better one? (laughs) (laughs) Or make more sense. Or make more sense, yeah. (laughs) Magic, as it turns out. Pretty good way to, uh, to do a child's play movie. Yeah. And that was Taglines. So with that, that was our episode of Horror Movie Talk, our bonus episode of Horror Movie Talk. You're welcome very much. Let us know what you thought about the episode. Let us know if there's any movies you would like us to review. We're always down to talk to our fans. And actually, it gets us pretty excited. And we got to go to the bathroom really bad right now. Both Bryce and I have to cross streams. So stay tuned for Wednesday's episode where we review Child's Play 2019. Yes. And uh, that's coming up. Um, yeah, just the regular plugs. Make sure to share this episode with a friend. Make sure to just to share it on your feed on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, whatever please share it. It helps us out a ton. Remember, you can get access to a bunch of free streaming horror content if you go to Shudder, that's S-H-U-D-D-E-R dot com, and enter HMT at checkout. That's 30 days free of Shudder. Um, if you want to help us out mon- monetarily, that would be very much appreciated, and you can do it by just buying things on Amazon. Go to HorrorMovieTalk.com, click the link, says Buy Stuff on Amazon at the top, and then do your purchasing. 
just like you normally would, and that helps us out a tremendous amount, much more than you would think. You can also become a patron on Patreon. You get that Horror Movie Talk founding members, members, members status if you hit it up before the end of June. And also, you get a vinyl sticker and a little little handwritten personal thank you from me. So, become a patron. We thank you very much. And, and the last thing is, leave a uh, rating on iTunes yeah. if you have an iPhone. You don't even have to write a review. Just uh, tap on those stars, and that really helps us out. Yeah, how many times do we have to beg? And also, thank you to all the yeah, people thank who you have. to all the people that have. That really helps out. Yeah. So, with that, we love you very much, and have a great week. And bye. Bye. Bye.